You are now listening to Halos in the Infield, an Angels baseball exclusive podcast. Hey, 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 welcome into another episode of Halos in the Infield with your host, Todd Fox, and the other two co-hosts. Hi, guys, it's Courtney. Courtney. Hi, guys, it's Fernando. <laughs> from Chicago! There you go, live from Chicago. So, the land of cow wallpaper. It's in cow- every hotel. It's what? It's cow print. Oh, yeah, there you go. Cow print. <laughs> Stylish hipsters love cows. That's how we do it. That's how he does it. So we are here on a Sunday evening. Going to get into a lot of things on the show. We're going to get into the uh, baseball, obviously, with the Angels uh, playing Cleveland Indians. We're going to go over how great of a series that was. And then we're going to get into the following series. But first, we're going to give you a quick uh, shout out. Fujin Ramen and Jason Santos, who owns both of these franchises, we're going to give shout outs to. Uh, very good ramen if you're in the area of Glendora, or not Glendora, West Covina, I'm sorry, off of Glendora Avenue, 1017 South Glendora Avenue. Very good ramen. And also his uh, uh, sister uh, restaurant, Zumo Zushi Burrito. If you've never had a, a sushi burrito, you have to try the El Dorado. That is one of the best burritos out there at 1404 North Azusa Avenue, Covina, California, 91722. They're within a couple of miles of each other, so just check it out. The really good food. They support the show. So we're also going to give a shout-out to Rad Beer real quick. That's in Fullerton, a great distillery, not too far from the stadium if you want to check them out as well. That's us helping local business and them helping us out as well. So let's get started. Who wants to go first on this Cleveland series or any opening comments in general? Trash. Uh, yeah, there it is. <laughs> Trash. We're done. Um, I mean, can I can I get my Courtney imp- impression real quick? Impersonation. Yes. Go. Yes. Trash. We're trash. <laughs> We're trash. <laughs> we are trash. So we got swept, and then we couldn't even put up one run today. Like mm-hmm. they get, we could. It was three zero. We got our ass handed to us in front of twelve year olds <sighs> and their family. <laughs> made kids cry. Yeah, exactly. So they were literally chanting Otani's name. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you had Otani and Trout be out there signing a few autographs, and that was what you guys predicted. What what uh, you know they yeah. should have did for the game, and that's good and everything. But for a Sunday game, and they're they're representing the Angels, it's like okay, forget what they did the prior first two games. That was in Cleveland, whatever. But like Courtney said, zero runs. They had four more hits. That's it. They had bases loaded three times or twice, and first and third and couldn't score anything it's the age-old thing where they just aren't doing the little things to to win games yeah i mean that's basically it and i know we've kind of said this multiple times on this network um you know just not being not being productive you know not being productive when we need them to and i think today was just kind of hurt twice as bad just because you know it was the little league uh, you know the little league game so that really sucks. But I mean, what else do we expect from this team at this point? <laughs> I mean, why did why did we honestly sit there and be like, yeah, we're gonna have hope? Like, and I'm sorry, Rally Chris, but no, you're it did not work today. So it, you know, it's she just, said it. <laughs> come at me. Um, but you know, it just it sucks. <laughs> I know, right? Ooh, starting starting something. But yeah, I mean, fighting words. Fighting words. Fighting words. Fight, fight, fight. 
Fight Club. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you What yeah. do you think, Fernando? What did you think of this uh, series in general? I think the fat lady is singing. Mm. I think it's finally time. Not not only would, did she clear her throat, she's about to throw some Britney Spears in that bitch, and she's going. No. The you know I don't think I think you know it's it's time, man. You know we we we've been making excuses for this team all year, and I just the thing that makes me the most upset is until we're mathematically eliminated, there'll always be those people who are like, there's still a chance, there's still a chance. And in theory, there is a chance, but this team keeps playing themselves out of contention. There is no reason that we should have had close games against the Tigers. There is no reason we should have had the comeback we had against the Tigers. There's no reason we should have this situation that we get swept by a 500 team, the Cleveland Indians. Yes, are we a 500 team as well? Yeah, I get it. We are, but well, not right now where we currently stand, but we will be in, you know, a couple of days. Just wait till we sweep Baltimore, be, you know, just to, hey, get get us to that point yet again. I'm just tired of it. It's old. It's, you know, you're just playing out the season at this point. That's what Artie likes to do, play out the season. Unfortunately, he's not going to hit his little three million mark yet again, uh, you know, primarily because of COVID. But, um, you know, hey, that's all he cares about with his little moustache, getting the three M's. <laughs> yeah, I mean, overall, it just, I, it just sucks, honestly. Like, I, I mean, I know I've kind of been out of it this whole time, but, I mean, this was probably just the icing on the cake today. I was just like, ooh, I was like, zero runs in front of all these people? Okay, yeah, this is it. Um and I think my mom, so I'm going to bring my mom into this. My mom had a hot take today. Um, she, you know, so it was the little league game. You know, we had Trout out there. I think even Dexter Fowler, he he came out yep. today too. Um, yep, you know, so we had a lot of people come out, signing the autographs, you know, everything. And then she, she kind of said, she's like, wouldn't it be funny if they just shut down Mike Trout tomorrow? Because, you know, he did the autographs and already. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, Monday or Tuesday, we just shut him down. And I was just like. Oh, I was like, all right. I was like, that might, you know, I mean, he did his job. He brought the kids out. He signed the balls. And then, all right, now we're just going to shut them down. And I was like, all right, mom. I was like, good hot take. I like it. Like, so do you guys maybe feel the same way? Let's discuss. I, I tend to think so. Because there's only 36 games left after today. I don't see the point of bringing him back. There really isn't. Fernando? Yeah, I think Jeff Fletcher had come up with like a check, like a, you know, like a tiered list as to why he's going to come back. The biggest reason is like, oh, well, the Angels pay him to play. Yes, but the Angels also pay him to not get uh, to not get hurt. The Angels pay Mike Trout to be healthy. Right now, you are not paying for a healthy Mike Trout. And um, I don't know, man, we're, we're seeing a Mike Trout that hasn't been healthy in a long time. And what's frustrating to me is, uh, you know, I traveled with my boss a lot. I was with him the last, like, the last week. And all he ever tells me is, why he's been saying this for like two years now why do the angels still have mike trout and you know i've had i've had an argument constantly I, i've had you know the ability to tell them why we still have mike trout but you know what i'm sorry my uh my uh, phone keeps connecting here i i don't know if i still have the answer you know we're in a situation this year where we think to ourselves maybe life after trout exists Maybe we need to find somebody to take this contract. And I never thought I'd be in a situation where I fed into the negativity that 
Mike Trout might not be the answer, especially after we signed into a lifeline contract. But guys, I don't know. You know, does life after Trout exist? Do we need to consider getting rid of him? Is he hurting us more than he's helping us? Guys, he hasn't been healthy since, what, 2016? Last year didn't count. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm kind of kind of with you, but then I'm, I'm, I'm not. Because then on one hand, I see your point. Like maybe there would be a time to move on if he's if he's continuing this next year with an injury, then yeah, I mean you have to pull the trigger. But then what do you get back for him? I, I just don't think what we get for get back for him will pay off. You know what I mean? So it's it's going to cripple the franchise in one way. It's going to kill the fandom. Uh, you're putting everything on on Shohei, and and yes, maybe you would have said okay before the break. I could see Shohei taking over the franchise if worse came worse came to worse, but. After the the All Star break, what's his home run take at right now? Uh, yeah, he's he's struggling. Didn't he have thirty four at the break or something like that? I forget yeah. what he had. He, it, it was something like that. He's yeah. got forty now. He's only hit six since the break, so that was everyone's worst nightmare. And look what ha- was happened. He's he's still he's his whole swings changed. So I mean, as far as your you know the trout thing, I could see your take on it, and I could see also uh, you know it not happening. Let me get one thing straight before I let Courtney go. I don't want that to be the case. I don't want us to live without Mike Trout. All I'm saying is now we're in a situation where if we would have had a crystal ball back in 2016, when all these losers from, you know, Barstool Sports and all these losers from ESPN were saying, oh, the Angels didn't trade Mike Trout, they're wasting him. And we were sitting here fighting on social media fighting on all these podcast networks, listen, telling people, no, this is our guy. If I would have had a crystal ball back then, maybe I would have said, you know what? Maybe we should trade him. And that's the thing that hurts me, knowing that, you know what? We've been having this argument for years. We've been fighting this battle. Was it worth it? I'm hoping it is. I'm hoping this ends with jubilation because he brought us a championship. But as of right now, it is hard to see that being the case. Mm-hmm. Courtney, go ahead. Sorry. It's okay. I mean, I definitely see your point, and I'm definitely not against it because I know I was kind of saying the same thing. It's just like, you know, he he has been hurt, you know. Um, what was it a few years ago? I think it was like his thumb. That's why I have to, he has to wear his little of glove now. I think that started it, right? 2017. Yes. Yeah. So that's really what started it. Now he has to wear an of glove when he, when he runs, you know. Um, and then now I think this has basically been the longest injury that he's had for a long duration of time. Um, I, I'm i not ready to say like, oh, like should we, you know, should somebody else take this contract? Should we trade him? Um, and I think Todd kind of said it, what do we get in return for that? You know, like what what player is honestly worth that return? And well, to, I want to see a hopefully healthy Mike Trout with now a healthy Shohei Ohtani. I genuinely still believe that if we have just these two guys alone, as well as other people in our lineup, we have potential to be something great. It just sucks that it seems like everything kind of hit us all at once this year. You know, Rendon was sitting there patching up his vagina and his Mm -hmm. hip, and, you know, Upton's been in and out. Um, Fowler, you know, at the beginning, you know, we've just kind of had that injury after injury after injury. And then Trouts was just the icing on the cake. And it was just like, wow, okay. So I definitely at least want to have a chance to have 
a potentially or a fully healthy season, or at least somewhat fully healthy season with Mike Trout and Shohei Otani together, because we still haven't seen that yet. Agreed. I think a lot, I think I agree with Courtney right there. Um, a lot depends on the health wise and who they bring in to help out in that lineup. We've talked about it before, but again, like, like she said, like if the angels can put together at least one year of them, then we could see, you know, with a young pitching, with a hitting together, if this team is going to indeed go somewhere, if it's on the rise to make a bigger push the following year, then yeah, then maybe you say, okay, the trout experience is going to continue. But if it's not more in an Alex Rodriguez type love, because I was trying to think of who they traded Alex Rodriguez to the Yankees for, because when he traded, he didn't go as a free agent, right? From Texas. And he did. Well, he did go as a free agent. Because what the thing I'm thing I'm thinking of is uh yeah I'll have to look up hold on I want to see what they got from if it was a trade I know he left to free agency to Texas from Seattle but I would think Alex's numbers were comparable to what Trout was putting up as far as maybe not the the WAR but the home runs and stuff like that let me see here checking this out yeah no I'm. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Okay, so he was tra- he was traded to the Yankees with cash for Alfonso uh, Soriano and a player to be named later, which was uh, Joaquin Arias. So Texas okay. Texas didn't get much back for him, and that it was, was a salary dump. Yeah, yeah, it was a salary dump. But see, at the time, Rodriguez was still in his prime. That was 04. so he had some pretty good years with with the Yankees. After that, is that something that the Angels are going to get screwed on too? Well, you guys both said, like, what did we really get for Trout? I mean, one of the biggest things we get is, remember, what, I, he has roughly nine years left in his contract? He's getting paid $37.1 million every single one of those years. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of money you're freeing up. $37 million is enough to get five to six players, if that, not more. That can get us, like, three Julio Terrans a year. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Sounds like wins to me. No. <laughs> You know, like I told you guys, I want to make it very clear to our listeners that I do not want to trade Mike Trout. All I am saying is now we open up the conversation for that because it's just something we at least need to open up our mind to because the guy behind you with the microphone and the headphones Mm -hmm. is going to be like, oh, here's Mike Trout. He's our guy. (laughs) But, you know, Mike Trout is our guy. But at the end of the day, we're going to be in a situation now where we have Rendon locked up for five more years. We have Trout locked up for, you know, seemingly the rest of his contract or his, his life as an angel, a baseball player. And now you're going to have Shohei Otani, a free agent, not after next year, not after the year after that, but what, 2024. We're not going to be able to afford all three of those guys. Plus, you know, Artie's going to go out there and get a big shortstop. We're not, we're not stupid. Yeah, of course. Yeah. We're going to go out there and get an unnecessary shortstop. So... We yeah. can't do it all, guys. No, yeah. we definitely can't. And I mean, you know, we, so we bring up the topic or the idea of, you know, freeing up basically Trout's 37 million. Of course, I'm not on, I'm not for this. Don't come for me. But now we're talking, you know, what do we get in return for Trout and that money? Um, you said potentially putting together five or six players. Now this sounds almost sounds like a money ball game. You know, like we're now yeah. we're sitting here creating 
are trying to take players that will basically add up to a Mike Trout, you know, hopefully three or four players add up to those numbers, you know, which is fine. I don't mind doing it, you know, but I mean, hopefully it just, hopefully it never comes to that. (laughs) Yeah, I do too. I wanted him to finish his career here, but I also like, like Fernando said, he, he wants them, and so do you, Courtney, to win a World Series here. So we'd want that to pay off. You know, in the end, we'd say, hey, you know what? It was a rough few years with Trout, and, you know, he didn't get to where he wanted to. But, hey, look at it. He, he got us another title or two. And I think that's what would legitimize his career if he got two titles, especially with us. Yep. And, uh, you know, one's not – I don't think one's good enough. I think they could build, but then, like, you know, you guys are talking money and long-term. Our pitching staff, as it's constructed right now, is really young but under control at some point we're going to have to pay for these pitchers or they're going to walk. So if that's the case, we're going to hold on to trout. We're going to need some damn good scouts. So you're going to have to pay into the scouting department so that we can keep replenishing if we lose a pitcher or two. And then as far as like, if we were to even entertain the idea of trading trout, I think another scenario that would likely happen, which would suck, but it'd be a way to, to get some decent players back in return and also not pay the 37 would be like say for instance we we traded him but according to the contract we pay 12 of the 37 so the other team only is on the hook for 25 and we can get some better prospects back but we're still like paying for him you know what i mean it would suck yeah. but but i think that'd be the only way because like courtney said 37 is a huge chunk to to, yeah. to have someone take on you know i i think i think that was already bidding against himself yeah, no, I mean, I, I think there's maybe like a 10% chance this actually happens. I just wanted to open up the book for conversation and, hey, yeah, yeah. clickbait. Yeah. So, <laughs> no, no, it's cool. People love clickbait. <laughs> no, yeah. no, it's, it's cool, Fernando, because it's a good topic of conversation because, like, everybody has their take on it. Like, like Courtney, she says, uh, you know, Trout's one of my favorite players. I don't want to see him go. There's so many fans, kids, young and old, that just love Trout and they want best-case scenario, but – some fans will be will be the other way. They'll be like, well, it's who's on the front of the, the jersey, not who's on the back. You want to look what's good for the organization. So that's why the, you bringing up the topic is actually good. It's healthy because it gets us all to give our takes. Yeah, you know, and, I, you know, the, the thing that's frustrating is we keep having these conversations about, well, if we're healthy, if we're healthy, if we're healthy. I don't know why I stumbled on my words. <laughs> but we've had these conversations for decades. Oh, well, next year we're going to be healthy. Well, well, next year we're going to be healthy. Eh, you know, it's just, et cetera. It's, yeah. you know, the definition of insanity at this point. Mm-hmm. Something has to give. It starts with the ownership. I don't know what needs to change, but something needs to. I don't know if it's Artie Moreno sold the team. And that's another thing. We know we sit here and we keep talking about Artie Moreno needs to sell the team. It's not going to happen either. So we need to find other ways to maybe hold Artie a little more accountable. Hell, maybe it's yelling at him at spring training. I don't know what it is, but he needs to be held accountable. Everybody in the world is held accountable by somebody. So why can't we do that with our fan, with you know our franchise, the franchise we support? You know, another thing is I hate sometimes that the Angels do own AMA 30 because there's some form of censorship involved. The Padres don't own their network. Uh, you know, they can say a little bit more. You know, I've heard them get a little more dicey when I lived in San Diego. Here, you got Roger Lodge behind you and freaking everyone else. Like, oh, the Angels are going to be just fine. We're going to win. We're going to win. It's like Rally Chris with the radio network. Yeah, yeah. 
And look, look at his lips right there in the picture. They're already puckered to uh, Artie's ass. So, I mean, there you like, go. they're ready to go. Um, no, I, I get you. Know, you. It's the same thing. <laughs> in the words of Roman Reigns, it's like missionary every night. It's the same thing every single day. Wow. Yeah, you want you don't want to go missionary every night. Let's just <laughs> mix it up a little. <laughs> you know, it's you know the same dull thing every single year, and we're just hoping that at some point we get a little bit of spice. So you say you're saying as Angels fans, we're just sitting on our backs, like, all right, let's do this. Let's get it over with. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think that might be the perfect analogy. Yeah, right. As right Angels now, fans, we are just sitting here like, "Come get me, death" or whatever. No, yeah. right now we're like, "Are you done yet?" <laughs> <laughs> there it is. The season is it done yet? Hurry up Wait and finish, Artie. September ends. <laughs> finish, Artie. I'm done. Just put me out of my misery, Artie. I'm over it. Yeah. <laughs> I think Courtney's dead. Yeah, she's dying right now. <laughs> so that's kind of my rant, and uh, I hope you guys enjoyed it at home. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> Speaking, of, he talks about censorship, and then we do a sex analogy. <laughs> hey, I'm not being censored. We own our network. There you go. There you go. Shout out to our sponsors. <laughs> They're gonna listen to this and be like, you know what? No, never mind. <laughs> Why are we yeah, sponsoring right? you guys again? <laughs> Thank you, Raise Energy. Use code Halos at checkout. <laughs> also, Redbubble. Check out the Redbubble. <laughs> <laughs> wow, how do we transition out of that one? <laughs> oh, don't worry. We still have to talk. We still have to talk about the Indians series. Speaking of laying down in your back, waiting for you know whatever's coming. Talk about <laughs> like what? What do we genuinely have to talk about? Um, well, I. I'm honest, I can't even say anything because I didn't watch any of the games and I watched half of today just because I was on my little road trip. So mm -hmm. You were in Oakland. Yes. I, I know I was in Oakland. I'm sorry. I traded sides. I traded sides for a day. I'm sorry. It was fun. Uh, you know, yeah, you know what? I was going to ask you. Okay, so you said that the Coliseum isn't that bad. So I'm going to give you like a minute and a half to talk about why the Coliseum isn't that bad. Go ahead. Thank you. Well, first, I think, genuinely, I think I picked a good series to go to. It was the Bay Series. So I feel like just that environment alone um, really kind of helped because it was pretty much a full stadium. Um, and there was a lot of chirping. I mean, it's basically, it was compared, basically comparable to the Freeway Series, uh, minus all the fights, uh, which is really good. Um, so I, that's why I genuinely liked it. Like, I honestly, I didn't feel like, I didn't feel out of place, but mind you, I did have on an Oakland jersey, so I'm sorry. Um, just wanted to, <laughs> I'm sorry. I hate how Randy said I look like John Deere. <laughs> you do. You look like, like a John Deere one. tractor. I miss that one. <laughs> but, so that was my first time and probably my only time being at the Coliseum. So that's why I wanted to just mark it off my, you know, mark it off my list because we don't know if Oakland or I haven't really been keeping up with it, but we don't know if Oakland's going to be in Oakland anymore. So I at least wanted the chance to see the Coliseum before they head to more than likely Vegas or, you know, we just don't know what's going to happen. So that was my reasoning for going, but I, I really did enjoy it. Um, did you I, eat at the stadium? I had one hot dog. Um, just to say that I had one, just to keep it safe, keep it simple. Uh, but they had nachos, like they had nachos, just like we do, helmet full of nachos. Mm -hmm. Um, 
what else did I see people walking around? I mean, that was oh. it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I got food poisoning from their hot dog on opening day in 2017. Oh. Well. It was bad. It was bad. I was fine. Like the third inning hit and it felt like I got hit in the gut by like Floyd Mayweather. Oh <clears throat> and I sat there with like a, like literally like my face was pale and my godfather's like, are you okay? And I'm like, I don't feel good. <laughs> I felt so bad. No. Yeah. No, I just had my one hot dog. I felt fine. Um, and then I just had my little, my little soda with my little, uh, memorial cup, not memorial cup, but, um, souvenir cup. Souvenir cup. There we go. I uh, got my little souvenir cup, got some merchandise, and then I just left. And I was like, okay. And I'm mad because I left early. Whoa, 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 whoa. Merchandise? What merchandise did you buy? Oh, the pins? The pins. The pins. Okay. Don't All right. okay. me. You guys know this. Me and my mom collect pins, so I had to get pins. So I thought you were going gonna to tell us that you bought some bullshit. You know, like, oh, I bought a, you know, their little elephant stuffed doll. No, why would I buy into bullshit when this whole team, when the angels are bullshit? I've already been doing that my entire life. So, um, but yeah, no, 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 just the, just the pins. We kept it stacked, kept it simple. Um, I left early. I left in the eighth and Oakland was actually up five to four. And then that's when the Giants actually came back in the top of the ninth and they ended up winning it six to four. So I'm kind of mad I left early, but I wanted to get back. So yeah, I think you missed that three run homer or something, right? Someone hit a three run homer. Two run homer. Yes. Okay. Um, so that's okay, but it's okay. I got to see it, so I was happy. Yeah, the problem with that okay. stadium is like they don't have like Angel Stadium, like outside restaurants inside or or vendors. It's just basic, yeah. you know, baseball food that you can get at AAA ballparks, and then there's nothing around the stadium. It's there is dead nothing. And no, yeah. there's nothing around that stadium. They do have like a little, I guess, like pavilion area that was a little bit outside. There was three food trucks. I could count them. There was three food trucks. I didn't <laughs> mind to like go over there because there was a lot of people. So I'm just assuming it was good, or maybe they were just tired of normal ballpark ballpark food. Probably Not it. Yeah, yeah, that that's the area in between where the Warriors used to play, right? And like, kind of yeah. like right behind like the executive offices for the athletics. Yeah. There's just that little pause area. Okay, yeah, yeah, I was there when that was brand new. Yeah, <clears throat> I was also there the day they opened the treehouse. Okay, yeah, I just kind of walked through all that stuff. It, it was really packed, honestly. And again, I think that was just because it was the Bay Series game. Um, yeah. But I mean, yeah, it, I don't want to, of course, I don't want to say it's my favorite stadium. It's never going to be my favorite stadium, but I, oh. I do like the chance that I was able to go. That's cool. It's a different experience. Definitely. And yeah. I don't care. You guys cannot come for me because I've been to Tampa Bay Rays and that is the worst stadium. That is the worst stadium. I don't care. Put it down, write it down. I don't care what you do. I, I've been a Tropicana Field. I don't know, man. I, I I don't I don't know if I can say it's worse than Oakland. What? Oh my god! I'll, I'll tell you where one, else. Go I'll ahead. tell you one stadium that I didn't like. That I haven't been to Tampa, but I've been to Oakland. I think the worst baseball stadium I went to when I was a kid was the Kingdom. For football, it was great. Oh, okay. for baseball it was terrible. It was a terrible venue. I didn't like that. At Never all. went there. No, nah, you're not missing nothing. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Hey, I'm going to Wrigley. I, I said when this is being released on Monday, I'll be at Wrigley. So yeah. I'm going to post a poll if I should vlog it or not. We'll see what the listeners think. I, I would imagine most listeners be like, sure, yeah, vlog it. You should. You should. I think you should. That'll be fun. But now, as, as far as getting to the series that like Courtney alluded to, um, the Indians, uh, they so after coming off an impressive, if you want to call it that, series and come back <laughs> against Detroit, they won't get the sweep. 
get you within seven and a half games to where, like Fernando said, there's some fans that are like, oh, we have a chance. Um, they play no baseball whatsoever, at least inside the batter's box. They get outscored 17 to two by the worst hitting team in the American League. And also, they've been no hit three times. There's a two or three times. Um, I think it's three. Two. Okay. It was two times. Yeah. So two times have been no hit already. I think one hit like two or three times. So this team sucks hitting. They have really no names on that on that lineup, and they made us look terrible. And their pitching, yes, has is good, but it shouldn't be that good. And and they they've lost some starters that aren't even in there. So imagine if they had the Beebs and a couple other pitchers that are out. I mean, dude, man, we would yeah. be no hit all three games. <laughs> So what do you guys, I mean, again, we alluded to what happened on the Little League game, but I mean, come on. I mean, you lose nine to one and five to one. They, they didn't show yeah. up. And still you have idiots like I alluded to on the postgame show on other pages saying that, you know, our pitching sucks. Dude, I mean, they could have given up two runs and still lost each game. So. Uh, okay. Uh, she's waiting for me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Okay. The thing that makes me the most upset about this series, we've been talking for a while now about, wow, our starting pitching has been so good. Oh, next year we don't have to maybe worry about a starting pitching. Maybe we just need one pitcher. Oh, and then they just decide to shit the bed. You know, it just <clears> – <throat> the last week has been really, really bad. Inconsistent hitting, to say the least, and then the starting pitching has been flat. Very, very flat the starting pitches have just gone out there you know just going through the motions i mean jaime Berea, two innings pits five earned runs that's absolutely crazy and mm -hmm. absolutely terrible Guerra turned back into Guerra. you're right when he was you know maybe turning a little bit of a corner or at least starting to look at the corner you know it was just a really bad game i mean what four hits that first game are you kidding me Mm -hmm. You know, Otani got a hit. That's always good. Fletcher got a hit. You know, tip, when doesn't he really? And then you got Kurt Suzuki got two hits. Oh, my gosh. Let's re-sign him. <laughs> it's, I don't know, man. I, I'm starting to get snarky. I'm starting to get angry. It's just, we finally hit that point of the season. Yeah. I mean, there's the, yeah. He pretty much said it. Um, it's just, at this point, can we even be upset anymore? Like, what like how much more do we even try to believe or have hope in this team i mean of course in the back of our head we always try to you know just for that small sliver hashtag of we believe yeah hashtag we believe um for that small sliver of optimism that maybe most people may still have yeah um but i mean even at this point like even when i was like driving and i was doing my little trip like i didn't even bother to check my phone for our games just because oh I was like, uh, I was like, I don't, I don't know. Like I, it's, I kind of knew this was going to happen. Like, I think I know me and Fernando predicted two out of three, uh, when we did the pre-series for yeah. this, um, Todd sweet, went, sweet round, baby. yep. Todd went for the sweep, wrong team. Um, <laughs> yeah. Hey, you got it. You got yeah. it. You got it. You're finally right on one kind of, we'll give you 0.5 credit for that. But, um, you know, like, even then, like, the alerts that I was getting, I think it was probably that first day, like, on Friday, and it was just like, oh, seven to one, and I was like, what? I was like, you know what? I'm good. Like, <laughs> I'm yeah. fine. We don't, we don't need any more of this, 
you know, because it's just like what I, I could just tell from what the alerts were. I was just like, they're probably not hitting, you know, probably not situational hitting, probably not productive outs, you know, like I, I probably don't even have to go back and look at the highlights. I was just like, no, it's probably the same thing. I was like, trying, yeah, I was like, everybody's trying to pull, you know, they, they swing into the shift. Um, probably no bunt attempts were made, um, you know, just nothing. So that's why I just don't, I don't even bother. Even if I do miss a game just because I'm working or something, I'm just like, it's fine. I, I think I know what already happened. And it's just to that point where I'm just like, we're going to, we're going to sit here, you know, every three or four days on the podcast. And we're going to say the same thing that we're not productive, you know, bats are cold, everything like that. So it's just like, all right, I'm done. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> no, I get you. Cause like, I'm, I'm going to start timing the innings because when I was out and I was working, it seemed like every time I checked my phone, Cleveland was up to bat. And then yeah. when I saw the angels were up to bat, it was like, boom, boom, boom. And, and it was like, there was like no pitches took in. Like Courtney said, everything that she said took place, took place in those innings. There's no rallies. There's no nothing. The other, it seemed like just Cleveland was up again. Cleveland was up again. They were up again. You're not showcasing anything. You're not trying any rallies. And I think for me, the final 36 games of the season is, are we going to truly go for let's cut bait with the, with the crap that we have on the roster, youth movement, let's see what they could do. And then I also want to focus in on what's wrong and hopefully getting that right and corrected going into next season. Because as it stands right here, um, I'm not completely over it. Like, I'm still mad. And I think if I wasn't mad and I was complacent, I probably would be telling Fernando, hey, you know what, dude? Like, if you guys can run the rest of this shit for the rest of the year, I just don't want to do, be a part of it. But the fan in me is saying, hey, you know what? Like, I want to stick this out. I want to see these things happen. I want to see these changes made. I hope that they are. Because as fans, we can see the glaring problems. It's just whether this idiot behind me will do anything about it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, what was it, Randy, who said, like, oh, well, you know, play like it's 1985. That must have been some regurgitated bullshit from, like, Tampa Bay. <laughs> you know, those were his exact words. And the more and more, you know, we play, the more and more I realize, you know what, maybe he was right. Maybe this is some regurgitated. It's not working. If this is what 1985 was like, I'm so glad I wasn't alive. <laughs> because it's just, what was 1985? From what I've learned about old school baseball, it involved, you know, smart hitting. It involved bunting. It involved stealing bases. And for a little while, even if it was like a week, we got a little sliver of that when the young guys came up. And all of a sudden, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the fact that Trout, Fowler, and maybe Rendon are traveling with the team again. So now they just kind of started sprinkling their injuries and lack of faith. I don't know what's going on, but all of a sudden the young guys look flat. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know they were originally, you know, great. They were they were bringing the energy, and even they look like they're kind of over it. So what is it? What needs? Oh, you know, what is it that's going to change? I agree. Let me let me look at this real quick before. Uh, okay, so according to him, you said he wants us to play 1985 baseball, right? So I don't know what team he's referring to because if he's referring to the 1985 Angels. They were 90 and 72. They barely missed the playoffs. Second place. They had a lineup of Bob Boom, Rod Carew, Bobby Gritch, Dick Schofield, Doug DeSenseis, Brian Downing, Gary Pettis, Reggie Jackson, and uh, Rupert Jones, whoever the hell that is. 
And then you had a pitching staff that uh, had four guys in double digits, Mike Witt, uh, Ron Romanek, uh, Kurt McCaskill, and Jim Slayton. So uh, I don't think that's the Angels this year. Call, you know, call me incorrect. Yeah, they made the playoffs the following year, right? Yeah, 86 was when they got beat in the championship series. There you go. Yeah, I mean, what's he going to say next? You're trying not to suck? That's what he said with the Cubs, I think, the year they won the World Series. So is that going to be the slogan next year? Hell, is he going to have it next year? I think he will. I don't think they'll fire him in his third year. But, you know, if he gets called if he gets called back after his contract expires after that, that's a different situation. But as of right now, the team looks flat. The team looks over it, you know, just like the fans. So, you know, all we can do is just, you know, keep on calling people out, you know, not being afraid to call out the team, call out the guy behind you and just say, hey, man, like, you have to stop interjecting. I feel like the Angels would be in a much better position if Artem Moreno just put his hands up and said, you know what, Perry? Do your thing, man. I'll check up on you in a year. I agree. What do you, what do you think, Courtney? I mean, yeah, just kind of let Perry do his thing. Um, you know, obviously there's a reason why we wanted to bring him over. Um, but I think Artie just needs to stay out of it at this point. You know, just kind of let us work. You know, let let people do their job, you know. And if there's anything that we need to change out, it's this damn training staff. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no uh, fight, no argument. Yeah. So, but I mean, other than that, just let Perry do his job, make some moves, you know, and try, try to let Madden piece something together. You know, everybody always calls him the madman. You know, he thinks outside the box. 1985 baseball, you know, whatever slogans you guys, I know, right? Rah-rah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever slogans you guys want to throw out there. But, you know, let's see if we can try to piece together something. Maybe not right now, but, you know, like next year. Let's see Let's see what we can actually do if you just sit there and let people do the job that they're meant to do. I agree because, again, going back to the 85 standings, I think we resemble the Oakland A's, 77 and 85. 14 games out of first place. That that seems about where I think the Angels are going to fall this year. Um, yeah, I think so. So maybe he wasn't referring to the Angels of 85. He was referring to the A's yeah. of 85. Um, but what do you – Fernando brought it up. I mean, does I mean, if this team continues this same bullshit, Fernando, for 36 games where they don't look – where they look uninspired, do – Let's put your man, your ownership hat on without being this dick behind me, and being Fernando. Do you do you consider firing Madden? You know, I, I'm not going to look at Joe Madden as much as I would look at um, just the overall situation. I mean, you know, it's frustrating because I, I think here, and I, you know, <clears throat> me being me, I would think to myself like, oh well, maybe it's me. At some point, I, I'm different than most people. I always blame myself for everything, whether it's my fault or not. And you of all people know that, Todd. Mm -hmm. I blame myself for everything. Not because I beat myself up, because I've learned at an early age, I am nobody on this planet to point a finger at you, Courtney, or anybody else. You do not have the right as a human to blame anybody else. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're the owner. I don't care if you're just below Jesus. You don't have the right to point your finger at anyone, you, but you can always point it at yourself. At some point, the guy behind you has to start pointing the finger at himself and think, you know, hey, what am I doing wrong? Not what is he doing wrong or what is the other guy doing wrong? What am I doing wrong? 
And, you know, you think that at this point he would realize that it's him interjecting. Let your guys do their job. Honestly, hot take, I don't think Billy Epler was a bad general manager. Actually, I feel like if the guy behind you would have let Billy do his job, the Angels might have actually been decent. Because if there was one good thing that Billy was good at was digging in the trash can, a.k.a. the waiver wire, and finding decent baseball players. It was just, you know, the right move wasn't made at the pay deadline. Maybe he didn't have the money because the Artie never wanted to maybe just go a little bit past uh, the luxury tax. Just a little bit. I'm not asking Artie Moreno for 20, 30, 40, 100 million dollars over the luxury tax. I'm just asking him to get a little closer or just go a little bit more because there's situations during Billy Epler's tenure where if he would have just gone like two or three over, we'd be having different conversations right now. Great. What's your take on that, Courtney? Um, definitely. I mean, I, I, I don't think Billy was that bad of a general manager. Like, I honestly think, again, like if Artie just probably would have was able to cooperate with him a little bit more, um, you know, work with him instead of kind of just throwing him under the bus, you know, or just not really helping. Um, I really think, again, we would be having a different conversation. You know, we could have been, we could have had different moves. Um, we could have gotten or traded away different players. Um, but yeah, if there's one thing that Billy was good at, he dug into that waiver basket, you know, and there were a lot of kind of good, good outcomes of those, some of those waivers. Um, so I think, yeah, I mean, I honestly think that Artie, at some point, Artie just needs to really look at himself and just be like, you know what, what am I, what am, what am I willing to do for this team? Mm -hmm. You know, what am I not willing to do for this team? Uh, maybe it's time for me to step away, you know, what can I do? But really, he kind of just needs to evaluate himself at this point, um, you know, because we're all, you can, I would like to think that everybody up there in those big old fancy offices, you know, they're trying, you know, they're trying to do their job. They're trying to figure out what's best for this franchise. Um, and if, but if no cooperation is coming from that head honcho himself, then what more can we do? Do you think Madden gets one more year? I think Madden gets one more year. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Oh, go ahead. He has the year under contract. I mean, do you guys really see a situation where they fire two managers consecutively that didn't get to finish their contracts? I do. If this team, like I would being being who I am, I, if the team is just uninspired, bro, like I can see if they're trying, but like, it doesn't look like they're trying. Like, like there's no improvement. Injuries are not. I mean, I'm a little more hard nose. I get where you're coming from, Fernando. So I'm not shitting on your take. I'm just saying, like, sometimes, like, maybe some, some things need to get shaken up. Just like Courtney said, training staff needs to go. Maybe Madden's message about 85 baseball and everything else, they're just not buying in, dude. And until we get someone in here that's going to be like, hey, we, well, I could be co completely wrong, too. Madden could have a, a whole new out, out, outline next year, and this team just comes together. And they all like bond and they buy into whatever he's selling. But as far as if you're asking me if they're buying in right now, from the outside looking in, I don't see it, to be honest. I just don't see it. So and then I, who do you think manager-wise? So, you know, potentially, you know, if Madden does get one more year, maybe he doesn't. But who do we get to replace him then? Who do we get to shake things up? That's why I don't get paid the big money. I don't, I wouldn't know who to who to bring in. I mean, the man finding a manager, the right manager for a team is very hard to do. 
So I don't envy Perry or whoever has had to do that. In the, uh, I don't know if, if we were going to get a retread, I'd want someone that's powerful that people would look up to. And if we're going to get a young, uh, you know, starting manager, I'd want that person to be uh, someone that's going to earn respect by earning the, you know, gaining the respect of the players. Like, cause you get a veteran, he's going to earn it right away because, or he's going to have the respect right away. You would think because of his, like if Lou Pinella was younger and he came in here, you know, he, he demand respect and get it. But if you bring in a Brad Osmus, he's got to fight for that locker room. You know what I mean? Like he's got to work his ways. And if I don't think he got a fair share or a fair shot at it. So I, I see where Fernando's coming from. I just, I wouldn't want to be in that position to have to call it for a manager. I, I really don't know who's out there that would fit the right mold. I mean, I don't, I don't think the manager is the problem. I think it's everything else around him. Mm. You know, we need to look at his staff. I mean, his hitting coaches have been bad. Yep. Matt Wise, you know, obviously wasn't the original pitching coach. It was Dick Pick Mick. But, <laughs> Love you know, <laughs> I mean, hey. That's you know. Bad. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, you know, it might be time to tear down that staff. He's got one year left to prove okay. it because if the Angels are not competitive next year, there is no way you bring Joe Maddox back. True. So you're saying, so you're saying, just like gut the hitting coaches, pitching, bring in a you know a whole new because we're not gonna find the manager. Like that's usually what happens in football. They fire the assistant coaches, the head coach keeps his job, and then they just like bring in their own staff. So you're saying something like yeah. that, maybe? Well, this is Joe Madden's staff, isn't it? Because he's been here for two years. He, it's, I'm pretty sure he brought he, his own guys on. He brought over some staff. I don't know, I don't know who, but I know he did bring over some people with him. Yeah, it's like half and half. Yeah. Know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that might be, you know, the first thing to get done. Uh, I mean, you don't have to worry about getting a pair of getting fired. So that's good. Um, but, you know, I, I just, I, I think the hardest part is trying to realize what Perry had in mind this year. Was it, hey, we're just going to put a bunch of stopgap guys in there and hope it pans out. And if it doesn't, we've got the young guys to call up and see what we've got there before we make moves this off season. And I honestly think that's what the original plan was, um, you know, and some of those guys have panned out like Rysel Iglesias and uh, Rysel Iglesias. And <laughs> I, I don't know who else has panned out besides Rysel Iglesias that immediately comes to mind yeah. because besides that, you know, sure a couple of young guys, but no guy that Perry has brought in this year on a one year deal has done well outside. You mean Quintana didn't do well to keep our team in? He he did enough that game. Yes, he, he sure did. Great guy. Yeah, and Raleigh Chris came through. So yeah, he did. Um, I had another question. Brought for you, you guys. guys a win. <laughs> it got us a sweep. Um, yeah, you brought thing, it again. I'm just saying. Another thing that uh, is in the news. Um, involving this guy behind me is the fact that it looks like they're going to go to court. Um, there is no payout. He does not want to pay out the family of Tyler Skaggs uh, or the wife. He's going to fight it. And uh, basically the guy who went to jail for selling the drugs to uh, Tyler Skaggs is going to reveal the names. And it's going to be public record of five other players that were involved and also the names in the organization that knew about everything that was going on. This is going to get messy really fast. And unfortunately, this could spew on our free agency uh, chances of landing certain players. 
also give this team another uh, black eye. So what do you guys think? I mean, it's going to be a shit show, maybe? WTF. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's basically it. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a lot. Um, I mean, it's it's even worse because obviously a, a death has came from it, you know, RIP scared. Um, you know, this isn't, this isn't like the Astros cheating, you know, this isn't like the sticky stuff, spider tack. This isn't anything to do with that. This is literally, you know, somebody's life that is now gone, um, you know, and potentially five to six other players that maybe, um, kind of just didn't know the consequences or maybe they did and just didn't care. Um, but yes, it, it is just, it's going to be very detrimental to us. Um, cause I mean, now people are going to look at us if, if they weren't already, they are going to look at us and be like, damn, they just really don't, don't give a fuck about their franchise. Like they don't give, they don't care about their players. Um, and then now when something like this happens, they won't even take care of the family after mm-hmm. no, you know, and if this, is, and if this is the case, if people in the organization didn't know and didn't say anything and Artie or whoever still isn't willing to pay that out, it's it just looks bad all the way around. You know, it looks like we were negligent while it was happening, while he was alive. And then now it's like, we're not even just respecting the family. Like, you know what? Yeah, he was a member of our franchise and a good member at that. It's not like Skaggs was just one of our shitty pitching staff, you know, like he he was kind of our guy a little bit there. So, and we're not even willing to just help the family. Like that's, awful. it's awful all the way around. So yes, what whatever the outcome is, it's not it's not going to be a positive. I don't see any type of positive in this outcome whatsoever. Well said. What you got, Fernando? I think it's already Moreno showing his true colors yet again. And I guess the only positive that could potentially come out of this is maybe it'll start getting to the point where MLBs, like you know, Rob Manfred and the other owners are like, you know what, man, this is a really, really bad look for all of us. This is not the Angels anymore. This is Major League Baseball. He's not attacking the Angels. He's not attacking that city, that county. He's attacking all of us. Mm-hmm. Artie should have done whatever he, he could have to stop this from going to court because this is going to get very ugly. Artie just continues to prove that not only is he a bad person, he's probably like the scum of the earth. He's a bad human being. He's a bad owner. He doesn't care about his players. He sure as hell doesn't care about his fans. He's using all of this for money, and it's becoming more and more apparent. I mean, it was a bad enough look. Okay, let me start off by saying this disclaimer. I don't care who you vote for. I don't care who you support. Artie Moreno showed his true colors last year when he refused to pay the staff when he refused to pay minor leaguers, but he decided to donate millions and millions and millions of dollars to Donald Trump. I don't give a a damn that you support Donald Trump. Cool, man. You support whoever you want. It's a free country. But what you should not do is donate millions of dollars to anybody. I don't care if it's a president. I don't care if it's a corporation. If you're not going to take care of your own employees, you should not be giving away money for free to, you know, somebody who's going to get money you know, in other ways, I mean, Donald Trump's going to get his donations the same way any candidate's going to get their donation. But, you know, to not even take care of your own, especially in this situation, there's a wife who's a widow now because of your negligence. 
that's that's what I have to say about that. I mean, as soon as that whole thing happened, I was pissed as it was. Mm-hmm. Like I told you, I don't care who he donated money to. It was the fact that he let you know members of his organization, he left staff members, ushers go hungry when they were, um, I don't know if they went hungry, but you get what I'm saying. They were without a job during a pandemic. Other organizations were paying uh, you know, their ushers, their food, their concession people, because those people were expecting to have a job. Other teams were doing it willingly. Hell, there was other baseball, uh, other athletes who okay. were stepping up to do that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yet Artie's like, no, we're good. I'm not going to do that. Uh, actually, I'm going to fire most of the staff and I'm going to donate my money anyway. How about you take care of your own people before you worry about helping anybody else who you don't need to help? You know, if we're having a situation where he donates you know, millions of dollars to whoever, and then he takes care of his staff members. Cool, no problem. I'm not even blinking an eye. Whatever, bro, it's your money. But it, it's a bad look. It's, you know, it, it's just becoming more and more apparent how selfish he is. Man, those are two really good takes. That's off the that's off the top of their head. So congrats, man, those are really good takes, both of you guys on that situation, because that's, um, it's well said. I mean, I don't have too much to add on it because, um, you know, it's just one another one of these things as an organization, Angels organization. We've talked about it before. A lot of people were selfish back in the day thinking that Disney was going to ruin this team. You know, they may have ruined the jerseys for a little while with the pinstripes. But if I that's like the, yeah, well, see, you liked them. But there was a lot of fans that hate them. But yep. it's just the fact that if we move forward from that, I mean, what's the worst Disney ever did? You know what I mean? Like, Make they, a movie? Yeah, made a movie about it. So that's about it, you know? Um, the movie and the pinstripes. Other than that, I mean, it pales to comparison. We weren't losing ball players to death, you know, within the organization. We didn't have, um, you know, situations that are going on now with the minor league systems, like everything you guys brought out. And like she brought out a good way to get the public back in your favor would have been to say, hey, you know what, Mrs. Skaggs, um, your your daughter in law. Let's let's write them out a nice check. Let's take care of you know put a college fund out for his kid. So he has a kid, right? I think he I don't had a think kid. so. Oh, he didn't. Oh, I thought he had a kid. Uh, anyway, um, I, I don't think so. Oh, I could be wrong. Oh, okay. But I'm just saying, like like do something, you know, for the Skaggs family. You know, donate yeah. to the Skaggs Foundation every year. You know, they'll yep. do stuff like that. And, and and you know, I would be because I would feel blood guilty, and apparently yep. he doesn't. And yep. I think that's, that's cold blooded. Yeah, I think you called it correct. You know, he's very selfish, and it's just a shame that, you know, for the L.A. area. I know Anaheim doesn't like to be considered L.A., but you know, before Bomber and the Clippers, you know, it was the uh, owner before. I'm blanking on his name, but he was a terrible owner here in L.A. He Dan Gilbert? Of, no, not Dan Gilbert. The uh, Clippers owner. Uh, it wasn't oh. Gilbert. Yeah, you can probably find that. You could probably do a top plays and Google it real quick. Um, because they don't know any answers. Um, but, <laughs> but basically like he was, he was a scum of the earth too. I mean, poor, poor Donald Lawrence, Sterling, Donald Sterling. There you go. Is he, that the one that was racist? Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he did a lot of racist. Yes. Uh, he said a lot of racist things over the years, even like a sex scandal or, or what's it called? Yeah. A, um, a whole other like family kind of, or a wife, I think girlfriend, something like yeah. that. Something like that. Yeah. And then, so he was terrible to the players and all this other stuff. And you would think that, you know, I mean, you don't wish something upon that guy, but that's what it took to get rid of Sterling. We thought we had a good ownership crew in SoCal, but no, he's, he's regressed so bad. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, 
I know this isn't necessarily Artie's fault or anybody's fault, but it's not the first time that we've had a pitcher death. Um, you know, because we also had Nick Aidenhart a few years ago. Yes. Um, yeah. right I think that was more of an unfortunate freak accident, though. That was, of course, that was more of an unfortunate freak accident. You know, no, obviously nobody wanted that. Um, yeah. But, I mean, I don't think we, we've done anything for that family either. You know, it's just out of the kindness of our heart or anything or out of the kindness of Artie's heart. Um, you know, because he was just a kid at that, you know, so that, you know, all, all those things put together, it really does just have a bad look on Artie and a bad look on us because now players and their families are going to look at us and be like, you know what, hey, if something happens to you, um, you know, because baseball doesn't go on forever, you know, as much as we want it to, you know, injuries happen or unfortunate deaths happen, but if something happens to you, what happens to us? You know, mm -hmm. and as a family, as a female, you know, I would want to discuss that with my significant other. Like, you know, hey, are we going into a good organization to where you and us are all going to be taken care of? Um, and I feel like people are going to look at us now and be like, no, they do not. Let's go over here. Like, <laughs> you yeah. know, because yeah. I, my heart definitely goes out to Skag's wife and his family because this, this isn't going to be good. Yeah, it's, I don't know, man. I don't know how he sleeps at night. Yeah, it, talking about what she was saying right now, like as far as the, the players are concerned and, and not them getting the um, the compensation, you know, if, if something were to happen to them, uh, free agents are going to come here too and say, you know what, uh, the training staff's poor. You know, they're, they're just like us. They, they, they go on the internet. They know what's going on because it's their profession. It's their, you know, they have to keep up to date on what's going on. And they know some of their friends that are playing with the Angels or whatever. They've seen the injuries, and it's year after year. So they're not, uh, you know, they're not ignorant to it. So, yeah, like Courtney was saying, they're probably not only discussing about what if something happens to me, I get an injury, am I going to be taken care of? But what happens, you know, uh, you know, if I go there and my career is over because of, a, of malpractice or they're not doing the right things to keep me healthy? So all that has to be considered, and if they're thinking about that, we're not going to get the best players here. We're going to get guys who are trying to resurrect their careers. Who uh, the hero? Yeah, tr uh, guys that are, uh, you know, that couldn't get a job anywhere else. That are just say, hey man, you know, the Angels are offering this much. I'm going to take it. You know, so I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In the water. <laughs> so you, you guys got anything else on this one? Uh, I'm kind of out of topics. Trash. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. I mean, we don't we didn't really talk too much about the series here, but I mean, you know, what is there to talk about? I mean, we find other stuff to talk about that I think was way more hard hitting. But mm -hmm. I don't know, guys. I, I'm I'm getting a little drained. I mean, unfortunately, I'm in a situation where I could never leave this team, and I think the guy behind you knows that. Mm -hmm. But you know, are we burning bridges with this organization potentially? But at the end of the day, my job is to go to sleep knowing that we covered this team as straightforward as we possibly can. Not everyone in the organization is ever going to, you know, realize that. But all we can do is, you know, keep dotting our I's, keep crossing our T's, and keep having the conversations that I know our listeners want us to have. And, you know, that's going to be carding our, that's going to be calling Artie on his BS. That's what we need to keep doing. You know, I, I, and unfortunately, it's not even about baseball anymore. It's about life it's about things bigger mm -hmm. 
Well, yeah, because I mean, you know, look what's happening down the street from me, you know, this uh, Inland Empire 66ers, you know, those guys can't afford to feed themselves. They can't even afford living, you know, they can't afford basic needs, you know, and that all comes from Mr. Artie Moreno. So, I mean, it just goes to show how far along the chain, the chain really is and how far the negligence is, you know, because um, there's there should be no reason why any human being I don't care if you're playing minor league baseball I don't even care if you're homeless on the street but there is really no reason um, for somebody not to be able to afford three decent basic basic good healthy meals a day and go to bed at night you know in a warm bed you know and be able to have running water um, you know there's no reason for any of that to be happening especially again I don't care if you're minor league I don't, I don't care who you are. So, you know, that just goes to show um, how negligent Artie is and how he doesn't care. Agreed. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm tapped out on him tonight. I think someday we got to run a, a full on, you know, timeline of what he's done with his team and roll. Off season show. Yeah. I think, I think we're going to do something like that. Kind of educate the fans if they don't already know. Um, but I got nothing else. If you got, if you want to talk about Baltimore, or you just want to roll out to uh, roll out the okay. show here. Well, Baltimore. I so I do have a question, or maybe not even a question, but I guess a hot take. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we did barely sweep the Orioles. I think when they came to town last time, mm-hmm. uh, those were yeah. struggling games. Uh, I think we either won in walk-offs or extra innings for all three or four of those games that we played with them. Two walk-offs. That sounds right. Yeah, two yeah. walk-offs. Thank yeah. you. Um, so yeah, I think now, cause now we go to Baltimore, um, and now given the current state of our team, I guess, what are our predictions? Maybe just for little predictions if we want to. Ooh. <laughs> um, I'll scale back. I'll say two out of three. <laughs> two lucky ass wins. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I, I, it's hard to imagine us losing to the Orioles, but Hey, Right now, they are they have lost seventeen straight games, so it totally be us that would get swept. So uh, I'm gonna hope for two out of three, but I won't lose any sleep if we get swept. <laughs> wow, come on, guys. Their franchise record is 20, 20 straight losses, which is sad in itself. So, <laughs> they might get there. Oh no! I I'm think. I'm going to say two out of three. I'm going to keep it hopeful. Two out of three. Okay. Okay. I, th- I think we win, the, we win the first two, and right when they're about to get to 20, we, we let them get the victory. So We help them out. Yeah, we help them out. Yeah. Isn't Otani pitching that, thir- that Thursday, though? <laughs> I still think we help them out. <laughs> okay. Okay, fair enough. It's hard to imagine Otani losing. Being as respectful as he is, he's like, no, I can't do this. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't put you guys through this. <laughs> don't worry. Artie will be there watching from home. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, yep. His little smile. His little smile. But terrible. Yeah, he's, he definitely is the guy who like smiles at the bar like that. Yeah. <laughs> Shaking he's his head. Not creepy at all. Yeah. yeah. Finger that's, gun. That's the old quagmire right there. Dude. <laughs> That's a quagmire, yeah. It really is. <laughs> there you go. All uh, right. Well, yeah. That's going to do it on me. Yeah. yeah. That's our show for today. You could find us on any podcast platform. Just type in Halos in the Infield. 
Also, you can watch us here on YouTube. And we do live shows during the week uh, as far as pregame and postgame. And we got Chase's show with Andrew uh, midweek, which talks about everything going on around the baseball. And uh, we'll probably have an announcement soon, right, Fernando, about some sort of playoff uh, shows and stuff like that if we were, we're going to get into that yeah. as, as we get closer to October. Um, yep, yep. We, I think we also have a date in mind that we're currently planning for our donation drive. Uh, as of right now, assuming there's no kind of hiccups, September 11th is the day we're hoping for. So <clears throat> if you guys want to help, if you guys can help by buying our merchandise, all the profits from all of our merchandise right now is going straight to that cause. Or if you don't want the merchandise and you want to help with a dollar, five dollars, whatever, you can go on our website. It's uh, it's on our Instagram. Link's on there, uh, halosintheinfield.com. And uh, you can donate money straight from your PayPal. And 100% of that money is going to, to the cause. Uh, Todd's done a great job reaching out to local restaurants who will also care about this cause. And uh, we're going to do something nice for these young men to encourage them uh, to, you know, have a good off season, uh, send them off with a good meal. And, uh, you know, hopefully next year we're able to do this a couple times. And, you know, hey, keep the faith alive because the guy behind you is not doing it. Exactly. Uh, that's, what, that's what we want to do. I think we should uh, promote that as we go along every day, you know, like do a little story about uh, promoting on the website or, or donating. That would be pretty good for the cause. Yeah. Any final words, Courtney? Or? No. Good night, guys. All right. We'll see you guys later.